0: Hello and welcome to Boston Blackie from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. What does motion sound like? With Kizzik Free Shoes, it sounds a little something like this. Experience the magic of motion. Get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizikcom socks.
1: Try it once more.
2: All right. Now,
1: uh, remember what I told you. Uh, Carl. Uh, please, Mrs. Spence.
2: I could remember better if you called me Harriet.
1: If you don't mind the golf swing, you did come to my studio to get golf instruction. Mm-hmm.
2: Yes, but that was before I met you, honey. Uh,
1: when you came here, I saw your husband. Hmm? That was enough for me. Now, let's concentrate on your swing, shall we? Oh, dear. Try it once more.
2: All right. Mm. How was that?
1: Terrible. You looked up.
2: I, uh, I think I could do it better if you stood in back of me and, and sort of guided my arms.
1: All right, Mrs. Benson. Harriet, honey. Let's try to swing. Mm-hmm. Left arm straight. Take it back like this.
2: And uh, look, Carl, who wants to swing a golf club? What? I want you, honey. Uh, Come on, Carl, you're human. Break down a little bit. Hmm? Yeah. Hey, you see? Didn't hurt a bit, did it?
1: Look, Mrs. Benson, we've we got to cut this out. We can't. Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, well, hello, John.
1: Uh, hello, Mr. Benson. Hi, Harriet. Eddie, <sighs> how's the uh, instruction coming? Oh, fine, fine. Yeah, it looked pretty good.
2: Uh, when did you come in, darling?
1: Yes. When what do you, you come mean, in? when?
2: Uh, I mean, just this second, or or uh, just about a minute ago.
1: What difference does it make? Oh. Well, Mr. Benson, I can see how it could make a lot of difference to all three of us. And now on to Dick Calmer as Boston Blackie. Enemy to those who make him an enemy. Friend to those who have no (laughs) friends. It, take it. Don't be calling up with those stupid questions. And don't call me again until you get that new list of colleges. Goodbye. <laughs> what kind of imbeciles have I got working for me? What kind do you want, Benson? Don't you get cute, Gordon. I've got enough on my mind. You seemed a little whacked up when you came back from that studio where your wife was getting a golf lesson. What went on? That's none of your business. Okay, okay. Let's get to something that is my business. All right. The lists for Saturday. Are they ready? Yeah, here. Ten colleges, all tough. Have this list printed up. Okay. Only, uh, about your wife. You know, if it was my wife... Shut up, you. Shut up and get out of okay. here. Okay, okay. I'll get the list printed up. Now, uh, wait a minute. Well? Take a look at the list. Let's see. What do you think? Well, uh, yeah, looks okay to me. You'll clear 20 grand on this list easy. Mm-hmm. I'll go rush you down to the press. Now, uh, hold it. For what? For a little errand you're gonna do for me. What's that? On your way downtown, I want you to stop and see my wife's golf instructor. Here's his name and address. What am I supposed to do there? Take a lesson? Uh Uh-uh, kid. I want you to give him one. I could
0: have
1: sworn somebody was... Oh, well. following me. When he comes around this corner, I'll... Oh, hey. What... Hey, there. <laughs> Inspector. Oh, great. Why don't you put your hand out when you make a sudden stop? Let's see your license. Blackie, were you following me? Aye, Inspector Faraday. Don't let Mary hear you. Very jocular. <laughs> you were following me. Why? I just happen to be going the same direction that you are. You Don't flatter yourself. Why not? I know what happened. You heard on the radio there was a murder down here near headquarters. So you came down, saw me... And decided to come with me to see what it was all about. Well, this can't be me talking because the words are strange. But, Faraday, you're absolutely right. Yeah, you don't know how right I'm going to be right now. Do tell. You think you're going to investigate this murder with me, huh? Mm -hmm. I got just one question to ask you. What's that? Who needs you? (laughs) Now, let's stop this nonsense. Tell me about the fellow who was killed. And I won't go look at the body with you. His name was Gordon. Henry Gordon. Yeah. He has a police record. Okay. He had a cut on his head which killed him. Mm -hmm. It was about three inches long... And a half inch wide. Go ahead, I'm listening to you. Now that, this must be novelty night, then. Maybe. Okay, one more thing. Yeah. In his pocket, we found a typewritten list of ten colleges. We don't know what it means, who killed Gordon, who dumped him in the lot where he was found. But we don't need you to help us find out. Okay, my friend, you don't need me. But I'm going to find out who killed Henry Gordon, needless to say. This is Carl Grady.
2: Oh, hello, honey.
1: Did you hear about it, Mrs. Benson?
2: Hear about what?
1: The body of the man they found killed in a vacant lot next to my golf studio. Huh? A man named Henry Gordon.
2: Yes, I heard it on the radio. What are you so excited about?
1: Look, Mrs. Benson. Harriet, honey. <laughs> oh, all right, Harriet. I- I'm-, I'm not in my studio. I- I've-, I've seen the man who was killed. Mm-hmm. And you know who I saw with him.
2: Uh-huh. My husband. Yes. Henry Gordon worked for my husband, and he came with us when you gave me my first lesson weeks ago.
1: Your husband sent him to kill me.
2: And you killed him?
1: Don't talk like that. That's what the police are going to think.
2: Now, take it easy, honey. Take it easy. They won't prove anything if you didn't kill Gordon.
1: Listen, your husband saw you kissing me. He must have seen it. He sent Gordon to kill me. If the police don't get me for killing Gordon, your husband will still try. You know that.
2: Oh, I wouldn't say that, honey. You... I have a little influence over him. Now, you just be nice to me, and I'll see that he forgets he's angry at you.
1: If I was only sure. You nervous, Mr. Benson? Sure I'm nervous. Gordon was knocked off, wasn't he? You want to know who did it, boss. You sent him out. Yeah, yeah. Sent him to that golf teacher's studio. They found his body in the lot next door. I think maybe Carver got to Gordon. That's it. It was Les Carver. He wants in on our college racket, don't he? Sure, Maybe he followed Gordon from here and had one of his boys get him. Well, how do we find out? Carver's on his way over here. He called up. Now, you stick close. Keep one hand on your gun. I might need you, Joe, very badly. That's why I'm here. Hey, don't forget. Uh, about Gordon, boys. Yeah? The cops found a list of the tent colleges. Well, ain't they gonna figure what we're doing? Don't be silly. Of course not. Why not? Now, look, Joe, you worry about your gun. I'll take care of the thinking around here. Just you... Hi, Benson. Well. Come on in, Ricky. I okay. got it. A... Brought a friend, I see, huh? Always bring a friend. Stay by the door, Ricky. Right. Mr. Benson and I shouldn't be interrupted. Let's get this over with, Carver. What do you want? Me want? Yeah. I don't want for nothing. Just to say how sorry I am, your friend Gordon got bumped. That's all? Sure. Got a deal for you, though, as long as I'm here. What's that? This college racket of yours. I'm in for half. How did you find out what I'm doing? I got friends. Uh Uh-huh. Some of them your friends. Like I said, I'm in for half. We got a deal? Don't be funny. Why should I cut you in? Rick. Okay. Ah! That fool at the door went for his gun, for us. I just nicked him in the head. Yeah. You shouldn't have had your boy do that, Benson. Uh, All Rick was hand? doing was going for a handkerchief. Uh, ah. a handkerchief, huh? He's got a little cold. I think you better get him out of here, Carver. I mean, right He's got a little cold, you say. That's right. Well, try and muscle in and I'll cure him for you. I'll put the heat on, but good.
2: Let me see if I understand this, Blackie.
1: Go ahead, Mary. Well? I've explained it, so if you understand it, explain it to
0: me. Well, a
2: man was killed, a man named Henry Gordon. He'd been hit on the head by some kind of instrument that made a cut three inches long and a half inch wide. Correct. And he had a list of ten colleges in his pocket. And he had a police record. That's right. And Inspector Faraday doesn't know who killed him, so uh, you're going to find out. I
1: hope. Mm hmm. I did a little investigating on a hunch I had. I'll bet. The man I wanted to see was out. Oh. I left word for him to come here. I'm going to want to talk to him alone, Mary, so when he comes. Uh-huh,
2: with... uh-huh. I go. <laughs> oh, not far. <laughs> but of course. Hey, just
1: wait in the kitchen or something. As long as we're waiting for him, though. How about a little radio music?
0: Oh,
2: swell. Turn on the thing. Uh huh. Oh,
1: never mind, Mary. Mm. That's probably my friend. See you later. Sure.
2: And just so my hibernating won't be a total loss, I'll whip you up a steak.
1: <laughs> right now, I'm hungry for information.
2: That's no vitamins.
1: Okay, I'm coming. Hi. Are you Blackie? That's right. Come in. You're, uh... Grady. Carl Grady. I got your message. What cooks? You're goose if I don't get some straight answers. What do you mean? Ever hear of a guy named Henry Gordon? I read about his being killed. Maybe you knew him before that. What? It was too much of a coincidence that he was killed near your golf studio. I don't see how. Unfortunately for you, I do. You do? Look, Reddy. Yes? Gordon was a hood, a trigger man, the police say. Ever have any trouble with any mob guys? Of course not. The only... Well? Nothing. Come here, you... Hey, let go! I'll let this go in a minute. Yeah? I went to a lot of trouble and a lot of reasoning to find you. So what? Now I want to know what the score is. You know something. I know that this will make you let go. Okay, friend. Get up. I'm quite anxious to hear you talk. I've got nothing to say. I'm a golf instructor. I don't know anything about mobs. You're a golf instructor, pal. Unless you talk, I'm in a fair way to get very rough very quickly. (laughs) Homicide, Faraday. Uh, this is Blackie, Inspector. Yeah, I'm thrilled. Wait a, Wait a minute, will you? I'm in a golf studio next to the lot where Henry Gordon's body was found. You are? Yeah. What are you doing, having a tea? Oh. Hey. hey, that's pretty good, I think. It isn't, and you don't.
0: Who told Faraday, you? Faraday,
1: this studio belongs to a fellow named Carl Grady, and there are bloodstains on the floor. Yeah? I think it might be that Gordon was killed right here. Put
2: that now, I... phone down.
1: What? You what, Blackie? Come on, come on, talk.
2: Put down the phone or I'll shoot Blackie. Hey, are you there and or am I? Put it down and don't turn around. Blackie, are you gonna suck...
1: Okay, mystery lady. The phone is down. Now what? Now can I turn around?
2: All right, turn around and look at me. I'm the last person you're ever going to see. Because I'm going to kill you. <laughs>
1: Now, back to Boston Blackie. Golf instructor Carl Grady has incurred the enmity of John Benson, a racketeer, who sends a henchman to kill Grady. Later, it is the henchman who is found dead. Boston Blackie, discovering evidence that the man was killed in Grady's studio, is held at gunpoint by a woman who threatens to kill him. As we return to our story, Blackie is tied up and the woman is driving him out into the country. How rural do we get before you kill me, Miss, whatever your name is?
2: My name doesn't matter. So? Let's say this ride is to stop you from getting Carl Grady in a jam. I see. And I think this is far enough out in the country, don't you, Blackie?
1: Oh, I'm in no hurry to do anything but stop you from what you're in a hurry to do.
2: You can't, though, with your hands tied.
1: The funny thing is, they aren't tied. What? See?
2: How did you get them? Never
1: mind about that. Let me show you what I'm going to do about
2: this. Now, you stop it, Blackie. Blackie, get your... Let go of that wheel. We'll run off the road. Yes,
1: and right into these trees.
2: No, Blackie, Stop it. Stop it.
1: Coming around now, are hey, you, fella? Hmm?
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. Don't look hurt none on the outside, except for the lump on your head big as a pumpkin. You hurt any inside? No, no, I don't think so. What's your name, fella? I'll tote myself to my house over yonder and telephone your folks. My name's uh, Blackie, Boston Blackie. Oh. And you needn't phone anyone. Uh, what happened to the girl? Uh, what girl? Uh, the blonde in the blue dress who was driving when we cracked into these trees. Oh, that must be the girl I seen beating it down the road just after I heard the noise this here crash. She was all right. Oh, fine. Then she wasn't even hurt? Uh, sure didn't look hurt, none. The fact is, uh, she sure looked to me like Killer Diller. My friend, you are exactly half correct. What's that? She was a killer, all right. Uh, what about the stain you found on the floor at Grady's studio, Callahan? We think it's blood, Inspector Faraday, but uh, we're not sure yet. It's being analyzed now. Good, good. Now, uh, what about Blackie? He wasn't there when we got to the studio, Inspector. And he didn't show up while we were there. Hmm. Uh, but this fellow Grady did, and uh, we're holding him. Yeah, that's good. I'm glad you are. Uh, you want to question him, though? No, I'll get to him later. Right, sir. Right now, I'm worried about Blackie. He hung up on me when he was talking to me from Grady's place. Oh, yes? Now, I think he's running into trouble. Was he knocked out while he was talking to you? No, I said he hung up. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Without any reason or explanation. Just hung up right in the middle of a sentence. And I have an idea. He's in the middle of a mess. You're uh, not touching your dinner, Harriet.
2: What? Oh. Aren't you hungry? No, not very. How come? Had a... Rather bad afternoon. And I guess I'm too tired to eat.
1: Well, I'm the one who should be nervous. Les Carver is out to get me, and he's a tough character. Oh? Incidentally, you don't look too good, you know that?
2: I was in an automobile accident. What? I rented a car and smashed it up.
1: Oh, was uh, Carl hurt?
2: He wasn't with me, and don't get to...
1: Well, Harriet, what's the matter? You jumped a mile when the doorbell rang.
2: Yeah, I know.
1: Come in. Thought you were dinner, huh, Benson? Oh, Carver. Sure, it's Carver, Benson. Don't get up, either of you. Well, what is it? Well, like I told you in your office, I want in on the college racket, and I'm tired of waiting. Very tired. Well, why don't you lie down? Don't fool, Benson. Don't do it. Now, wait a minute. Tell me something. How did you know I ran the college racket? Gordon, the guy I found bumped off, told me. <laughs> You didn't know Gordon was crossing you, did you? What's the difference what I knew? Huh? I know one thing now. You'll get natty. I said I want in, Benson, or you go out. Feet first.
2: Look out, Johnny. He's got a gun. I can stop. This.
1: Good work, Harriet. You knocked him down with that vase. Yeah? Now I'll finish him. No,
2: John, don't. John. John, is he dead?
1: Are you kidding? But if you hadn't knocked him down with that vase, I couldn't have done it. So, uh. We're in this together. Isn't that nice? Grady, after Blackie's call from your studio, we picked you up and you're going to stay here at headquarters until you forget how to play golf. You don't tell me what you know about the Gordon killing. I've told you all I know, Inspector Faraday. You've told me nothing. That's all I know. I heard the guards talking about another killing tonight, a man named Les Carver. I suppose you think I killed him. Too. Who knows? I'm interested in one murder at a time. Well, I had... Look, you're on a spot. But I... Your golf studio was right next to the lot where we found Gordon. That mark on Gordon's head could have been made by a golf club. Blackie figured that, and he also found blood stains in your studio. I don't know. Hello, Bernie. Oh, Blackie, what was the idea of hanging up that phone on me? I'll tell you that later. And also tell you about a beautiful blonde who tried to kill me. Yeah, well, I'll give her a medal for trying anyway. Oh, you will. What do you know about the Gordon killing? It was strictly a racket job, Inspector. So was the Carver murder. Les Carver and a guy named Benson didn't like each other, you know. I know that, but what was their racket? Well, I can guess. Remember the list of colleges you found in Gordon's pocket? Yeah. Well, that's it, Inspector. It's a list of college teams who play each other this week. Well, what about it? If a guy picks all five winners, he gets 30 to 1 odds. Yeah. Miss one, and he loses his bet. Sounds good to suckers, but it's about 100 to 1 against him. Okay, so you know the racket. Now, who killed Gordon and Carver? Well, Gordon was killed in Grady's golf studio. And one of Grady's golf clubs was used to kill him. Yeah. So, let me question Grady. Look, I'm questioning him. Now, don't bother me. Only one question, Faraday. Grady. Yes, a blonde woman with dark blue eyes held me up at your studio and later was going to kill me. Who is she? I'm sorry, Blackie, but I don't have any idea. All I know is I'm being framed. If I ever get out of here, I'll attend to whoever's is responsible. Why don't you let him go, Farney? Grady's game is golf. It's very apparent he isn't even going to play ball. Hello, Harriet. Uh, This is Carl Grady.
2: Yes, Carl. I heard you were in jail. I was,
1: but they let me go. Oh? Look, is it all right to talk?
2: Yes, my husband's upstairs. What is it?
1: I have to talk to you. I'm leaving town on the midnight train, track six, car 491, compartment four. Meet me in my compartment at 1145, will you?
2: Yeah, but look, Carl... You won't have to
1: leave town with me just as far as the first stop. That's only an hour's ride. It's important.
2: Important to who? To you. Well, what's so important about it? You'll be in my compartment.
1: When the train starts rolling, I'll start talking.
2: Well, Carl, I'm here. Uh-huh. What's this all about?
1: I, I can tell you now, Harriet. I think that fellow Gordon was killed in my studio by you.
2: By me? Yes. Why would I kill him? I'll tell you
1: why. You found him in my studio. Yeah. You knew he was waiting to kill me. So you hit him with a golf club, then dragged him outside to the lot where he was found. Oh, you're
2: crazy. No, no. Yes, you are.
1: Then when Blackie found the bloodstains, you thought I'd be trapped, so you tried to kill him. What? You must love me enough to leave town with me. Come on. Wait. Who is it?
3: Conductor, the
1: tickets, please. Oh, sure. Quite, I'll unlock the door. There we are. Thanks, Grady. Oh. Now, both of you, just sit down. Now, John. Oh, look, Mr. Benson, your, your wife was just going as far as My you... wife yes, and you have both gone as far as you're going, Grady. I... Now we'll have a little talk.
2: No, no, John, believe me, darling. Mr. Grady has, has me here because he thinks I killed Henry Gordon. He wants to help me get away. Sure,
1: sure. Silly fellow. Doesn't he know I killed Gordon myself? You what? killed him in my studio. Sit Why down, did... Grady. I'm not ready to kill you yet, but I'll do it if you move.
2: John, you killed Gordon? Why? You
1: heard what Carver said before we killed him, didn't you? Gordon was double-crossing me. Well, I knew that, too. Well, why did you have to make it look as if I killed him? Because I wanted to get rid of you, too, Grady. What? Or at least cause you a lot of trouble for making love to my wife. So I followed him to your studio and killed him with one of your golf clubs. Well, and then I dragged him outside. I knew the cops would grab you right away. So well, that's what the story John, is. John,
2: listen to me. Look, honey, I, I don't care about Gordon. I don't care about Carl. It's always been me. Shut up, I mean, will, will you? Honey.
1: I know what I saw in Grady's studio and what I see here. And I'm going to do something about both of you right now. I can handle you and your guns. And that's what you'll think. <clears throat> and I'll finish him the way I finished Carver.
2: No, John, And then, no. Harriet,
1: I go to work no, on I you. All right, no, it again. John, Harriet! Harriet! If you'd drop that gun, Benson, instead of trying to shoot it, you wouldn't have killed your wife. Come in, Faraday. We have Benson what? for another murder in addition to the two we heard him brag about. All right, Benson, behave yourself. Now well, let's get going. Hey, Faraday. Yeah? This as if our golfer friend is coming out of it. Yeah, you'll be all right. Blackie, we followed this Grady character after you talked me into letting him out of jail... I wonder how this Benson guy got here. Oh, I imagined he'd follow his wife if she went out. And as much as he never did trust her, right, Benson? Sure, it's right. I'd follow her here, knew she was going to leave town with Grady, and I was going to kill them both. Well, Benson, huh? looks like your killing career is over. And so is your racket activity. It sure is. You won't be handling any more bets on college games. You can say that again, Blanky. Not right now. Yeah. Uh, Faraday, you see to it that Benson here doesn't fool with colleges anymore. Yeah, uh, you can bet on it. That he switches from the seat of learning to an entirely different kind of chair. <laughs> well, you have a nice swing there, Blackie. Thanks. I don't think there's anything about golf I can teach you. You might teach me how to keep from freezing up with the water hazards ahead of me, Grady. Oh, that's easy. Play a course that doesn't have any water on it. (laughs) Uh, Let's see that swing of yours again. Okay. Oh. You know, Blackie, I think you could teach me a few things about golf. Well, I hope I've taught you a few things, Grady. Such as not protecting people who don't deserve it. Yes, you have. Especially killers. But Mrs. Benson didn't kill Gordon. I know. I merely thought so, and I thought she did it to protect me. I, I was just trying to return the favor. Yes, and what were the thanks she got for it? Exactly. A couple of bullets that might not have missed. If Benson were as good a shot as you are a golfer, you'd be dead. Well, I don't intend to get mixed up again with people like the Bensons. From now on, I'll stick to golf. <laughs> Do that, Grady. Because murder is out of bounds. And it doesn't cost you a stroke, It generally costs you your life. Yeah.
3: Bill Weaver there? Yeah. Is Weaver speaking?
1: Could be. This
3: is Joe Gadling. So? You don't know me, and I don't know you, but I think we ought to know each other.
1: That's one man's opinion.
3: Want to know why? You want to tell me? My old man died last week and left everything he owed to me. Huh? You remember my old man, Danny Gatling, don't you?
1: Sure. We did business together a couple of times. Yeah. Nice guy, your old man.
3: Sure, great. Yeah. But all he left me is one dollar. An ordinary one dollar bill. Oh, that's tough. I don't think so, because he told me you'd like to have the dollar he left me. Huh? That's right. Well, well. I want you to meet me somewhere, let's say in back of that old closed-up filling station on Bleak Street in an hour. Can do. I thought you could.
1: You'll, uh, have the uh, dollar
3: bill with you? Sure, I'll have it. And I'll sell it to you, Weaver, for fifty thousand dollars.